It's Cash, one half of the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast team. Let's see, let's see if I can one take hold of this thing, man. I just had to had to get this one out to you all and and just cover down on this these games, man. The Lakers and the Warriors. We got Grizzlies versus Spurs last night. Uh, Jason Tatum dropped fifty the other night. It, I mean, these these playing games are living up to every bit of the hype that people that were on the fence about it and people that are all in on it like i think it's meeting everybody's expectations as far as the performances we're seeing so far but first let let me start with the west side you know we you've already heard about what happened as far as boston and, and the folks on the east that's in so uh, but shout out to tatum man that 50 piece was nothing nothing short of incredible uh shout out to the pacers for for moving forward against the wizards who are playing tonight so I think I'm going to have to say, man, I'm going to give Russ and Bradley Bill the benefit of the doubt, but they're going to have to find a way to, to spell Bill off off of a, you know, a defensive assignment that he can't handle, man. He's out there gutting it out, man, and that's a lot to say for those guys wanting to make the playoffs. And, and I really do want to see uh, Russ and Bill against Philly, man. Like, that, that's going to be an awesome, awesome series if that could happen. The Pacers... I mean, they're a mainstay. Like, somehow, someway, the Pacers find their way into the playoffs year in and year out. they kind of middle of the pack at all times, but they constantly feel a competitive team. So I'm all, all about that. But I got the Wizards in that game tonight. But let, let's get into the to the Spurs and Grizzlies, man. Uh, one thing that it proved to me is that as much as I like DeMar DeRozan's game and I like everything that he does in terms of just being a certified bucket getter. I am convinced he is, should no longer be a number one on anybody's team. He should possibly be a number three guy moving forward. Hopefully he can find his way out of Spurs and and onto a team that has real championship aspirations. Because let me tell you, this, this ain't how I wanted to end, man, especially how, Toronto Raptors got that championship. Kyle Lowry stuck around, and he was the the one that was picked, and and Demar Derozan was the one that was sacrificed. So I gotta say that uh, I, I just want to see him get to another team and, and do something like the Spurs have a good thing going with their youth move, movement and with Murray and, and the rest of the guys into the fold. So I, I think they'll be good moving forward, and whoever steps up to replace Coach Pop, I think I think the Spurs will be great going forward but as far as the Grizzlies man they had Jonas Valanciunas this dude had himself a damn game 23 points 23 rebounds he he was looked like he was exhausted at one point throughout that game like you can tell that the fight that was in those guys to the will just to win and they put themselves in this position because they very well could have been a seventh eight seed and and kind of had a a bad stretch of uh games down down the stretch of the season, but ultimately they're here in the play in and they got to win two to get in and, and they took care of business. John Morant had a quiet 20, but he he moved at a good pace of the game the entire game. You know, he just wasn't on, but I was highly impressed with what Dylan Brooks did and he's continuing to elevate his game, you know, and they're going to need everything possible from all those guys. Jonas is going to have to come out with a another game, Balanchunas rather. He's going to have to come out with another game similar to that with 23 and 23. That's nothing to sneeze at, but he's going to have to do it again. Dylan Brooks is going to have to keep that same type of energy. 
you know, that that game that they have versus Golden State towards the end, and which that'll lead me to my part two here once I get to the Lakers versus uh, Golden State and what a great game that was, is that essentially Dylan Brooks got fouled out with what I think it was like about four to six minutes left, and they were within one point, and he got fouled out, and Steph proceeded to do Steph things and go nuclear and ended up with a 40-piece, and there you have it, you know, Warriors got the uh the seventh seed sorry the eighth seed as a result so man i can't wait i can't wait to see what this what this game is going to be it's going to be back in san francisco warriors got everything to lose uh obviously the nba is going to have a lot of stock in the warriors winning this game as far as star, star power especially with what Steph has done this year, having an MVP season, but we know the MVP doesn't necessarily go to the most valuable player. It goes to the most valuable player on a team that's has a higher seating, possibly three and above. That's where you'll typically see the MVP come from. Even if a guy like Steph is playing on a team that's decimated by injury and have some young bucks on his team and doing worldly things a scoring title at the age of 33 i mean we could name i can name a bunch of accolades that this guy never ceases to amaze me with but let me get let me move on to the lakers versus golden state warriors man i didn't i didn't think the lakers were gonna get out of this one i picked the lakers to win but until that that third quarter shift came i i i just couldn't see it and reason being is lebron james and ad are just off AD refused. He refused to stop shooting that damn three. And they kept putting it up. And then Draymond Green, shout out to him. He's the shit he talks about being the best defensive player in the league and people mock and laugh at him at times. You got to see it on full display last night, how he frustrated AD. And AD typically doesn't like to play against those those small forwards that have a a thicker body that can D him up and can move lateral with him from side to side so he can't beat them off the dribble. So they're also strong enough for AD not to back them down. So my thing is with AD and LeBron, like they tend to hold the ball, spin it a little bit, spin it, and kind of try to pick and choose where they're going to go. With Draymond Green guarding you, you have to make a decisive move and go with it and, and hand it off to your, your teammates and hope that if your teammates start hitting, now people have to overcommit. Now Draymond Green may have to rotate and different things may have to happen to where you get him off of you or you play an effective pick and roll game with LeBron and AD, which I didn't see much of last night. Or number two, it may have not been effective. Now, moving on to to these injuries, people were asking and we were chatting, me and my friends about, yo, is Father Time catching up with LeBron? No injuries are catching up with LeBron. And to be able to still pull this off, to have a triple double, even though, you know, he was acting like a drama queen at the end with them poking at the eye and seeing triple and shot at the middle of the rim. Come on, Bron. I, I love the theatrics, man, but stop the bullshit. OK, but nevertheless, that man grinded, grinded through that game, and you you can tell he didn't have much lift. You had Andrew Wiggins blocking his shit. Andrew Wiggins was staying with him for most part, and even when you would see LeBron typically go body to body with guys and being able to pretty much get them off of him like a little flea, 
he was still like an even playing field in terms of just jumping off the floor. He wasn't really getting too high off the ground. And, and typically a lot of those layups could have been dunks for LeBron had he been healthy, but he's going to have to play his way into this now. So who who knows, who knows what you, what you're going to get in terms of this, this uh, series that the uh, Lakers are going against the Phoenix Suns now. And, and we'll get to Chris Paul, Paul and those guys and what I think will happen moving forward. But Back back to Steph. So now they lose a heartbreaker. LeBron hits a dagger in Steph's eye. And yes, it was in Steph's eye. And a lot of people are going to say, oh, that was a throw-up shot. Nah, it was a desperation shot. I won't call it lucky because LeBron has practiced on that range for years. And I know there's a lot of LeBron haters out there that are going to say what they need to say. And that's cool. You you do what you 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 need to do to continue to hate. I'm just going to appreciate greatness when I see it and I'm going to critique it when I need to critique it. And in this instance, he was ready for the shot. He seemed like he was going to do his typical thing again, which was break down the defense and pass. People, that's his game. That's what he's going to do. He's going to make the right basketball play, regardless of whether you want him to put his head down and barrel in, get a charge, or just barrel in and try to finish it off on his own he's gonna make the best basketball play and you have to live with that as a fan as a analyst as a person that critiques the game of basketball that's just what lebron is going to do so deal with that all right so with that said he hit the dagger finished them off sending steph and those guys back to san fran and now they got to see Gerard, um john morant again so this is going to be a pretty good game because the grizzlies Stuck with the Golden State Warriors throughout the whole entire game. And it wasn't until down the stretch where Steph had to go nuclear again and go off. Can you count on that? Can you count on Steph going off again? Is Poole going to come do what he needs to do? Are the other guys going to provide the impact and what their roles are? Draymond Green, is he going to give you more than two to four points? You know, you may need a little bit of that. Uh, from Draymond Green as far as scoring or just overall impact on the game, which I'm sure he's going to make his imprint on. But can Steph get another 40? That that right there may be the game, whether Steph shoots 22 threes, like something insane like that. He's going to have to do that again and put this team on his back again because regardless of the, fa- the fact is I believe Ja, Dylan Brooks, and Valanciunas will have similar games. All will give you about 20 apiece. And then that's where the other guys fill in. Jaron Jackson is still coming back and trying to round into form. But I think you can probably count on 10 to 15 points from him and and a solid rebound outing. But overall, I think the Grizzlies definitely possess the ability to upset the Golden State Warriors. But my pick in that game, I'm putting my money on the MVP. I'm putting my money on Steph. I can't, I can't, that's just easy money to make. Now, with that said, if Job Morant wants to introduce himself on a worldwide stage, this playing game is actually the time to do that. For far too long, I haven't seen one of those breakout games in a big moment. He has to do the same thing as a Murray a la the Denver Nuggets or or Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz, where they have had center stage in the playoffs and they have showed up and showed out and kind of broke the mold to be a household name as far as in the league. If John Morant 
everybody knows who he is, but on a national stage, I'm not so sure. We need to get non-hoopers to really assess his game. And now we get to say, okay, he's one of the up-and-coming elite point guards because he's not yet mentioned with the Donovan Mitchells and the Murrays. He's in a tier, maybe two below that of those young guards that are going to be the next stars. So can John Morant upset Steph? I don't know. We'll see. I can't wait to see it, man. I can't wait to see it. But let's move on to the Lakers and the Suns. This is going to be a hard-fought series because AD and Braun are still rounding in the form. This Lakers team, as much as they finish in the top five in defense, which is just an accomplishment in itself with all of the injuries that decimated their team and ultimately landed them in the seventh place. But I think the Suns are not getting their respect as a number two seed. Chris Paul, unfortunately, I respect what he's done in the playoffs in a previous podcast. I said I didn't, but what I got to say, I got to correct that. I respect what he's done in the playoffs. However, he's always lost against the better team, like legit. So I think this is going to be another case in which he takes this young team into the playoffs. They get their first taste of it, but ultimately they're going to go out in six games. That's really how I feel about it. The Lakers are going to have to close them out at the Staples Center, but this is going to be a great learning experience for D-Book and Aiton and the guys. So moving forward, I think Chris Paul's being a great ambassador of the game and, and a great OG to be able to give these guys this experience on how to lead and how to move and how to carry yourself in these type of uh, games. So, I, But I can't wait to see, for the, the league to see D-Book and, and all of the, the things that have happened to D-Book in terms of not making all-star teams, not being on all-NBA teams, when clearly everybody that watches basketball, even if you didn't watch Suns games, those those that know, know D-Book is the truth. He just wasn't on the stage. So hopefully this kid can arrive and really truly show the world, the NBA world, what he's about. going to be a hard-fought series. And I'm here for every minute of it. I'm here for every minute of it. But I ain't going to keep you guys' time. I just wanted to... Follow up on those those great slate of games last night and, and the King doing his thing to be able to hit that dagger in Steph's face and, and get off into to the playoffs and, and let's start this this thing, man. I, I can't wait, man. I'm a basketball nerd. I'm a basketball stan. I, I'll be up all times of the night. I record out of Germany. Prez is back in the state. So you're going to get more of this. I'm going to try to do these, these quick little recaps of the games, especially the ones that um, – especially the ones that are really good and give you just my perspective on the game and, and how it went. So this cash, AKA exec P signing off. Make sure you subscribe to don't sleep on the couch podcast. Also make sure you comment whether you're listening to Apple podcasts or whatever digital, you know, streaming platform that you, that you're on. If there's a comment section, make sure you comment in those. We check it. That's the only way we rise through the ranks. Make sure you give us five stars, anything less than five stars. That's just uncivilized. Go check out our YouTube. Don't sleep on the couch podcast. We're on there. We have a lot of music reviews. We have a lot of sports takes, you name it, a lot of interviews. So, so check us out there, man. With that said, man, I'll be back this weekend at some point for another update with some of the games as they, as the uh, playoffs start this weekend. So check us out.